Hello and welcome back to Dad's Cavecast. I'm your host, David Rosales, and I am back. Um, wasn't really gone, per se. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't gone. I was here. Um, but I it has, it has been a couple weeks since I've done a podcast or uh, recorded a podcast. And the reason being is my schedule has changed. Um, as of right now, I had accept I have accepted a position um, in a new company closer to home. Actually, it's in my home, not my hometown, in the in my the town that I live in. So the the drive I have to go to work is much much less. Okay, so the the reason that I haven't been been able to do a podcast is. I've been working a lot and I'm doing 12 hour day, 12 hour days. So that doesn't really give me a lot of time to sit down and, and do a podcast and do all the other things that I need to do, like eat <laughs> stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so that is in a nutshell, the reason, you know, why I haven't really done a podcast. So thank you for sticking around. If you've sticking around, um, so yeah, so the time right now, um, the way America or the world is, a lot of people are uh, switching jobs, professions, and um, you know, uh, finding new opportunities and new avenues of uh, making income. A lot of people are uh, branching off and and following their dreams. Essentially, uh, kind of the pandemic has. Uh, has allowed a lot of people to kind of focus on uh on what they feel is important in their life you know what i mean whether it be family you know time off uh schooling stuff like that so um i'm no exception so i have been thinking about stuff like this and i've been kind of racking my brain um i have I've applied to quite a bit of places and the majority of them have reached out and offered me positions. So the the stress that comes with that is is a different stress. It's it's more of a uh it's it's more of a good stress, you know what I mean? Back in the day and I say back in the day like, you know, 4 years ago. Um, the way the market was the, the working market or the employment market was you put out your resume application, uh, to companies and whoever kind of reached out, you took it and you just accepted what they offered. You know what I mean? So they were pretty much in the driver's seat. You were grateful for them giving you the opportunity and you would put up with, with, you know, bad work environments. Um, I don't want to go on a rant, you know, like horrible bosses and shit, but um, they kind of knew that they were in the driver's seat. You know what I mean? So nowadays, the way the market is, is nobody wants to work. Essentially, that's kind of the consensus out there is like nobody really wants to work. It's hard to find good workers. But the thing is, um, people aren't settling anymore. You know what I mean? So people can see that they have options and it's kind of, uh, uh, 
uh, a change, a shift in the way people perceive um, work. So I've always said, no matter where I worked, it was like, I always considered considered it like I was a private contractor, right? I'm contracting out my my time and my body. So if the compensation for my hours and knowledge is enough for me to kind of stick around and put up with bullshit and you know what I mean? Um, if the bullshit's more than what I'm able to compensate for money-wise, then, you know, it's not a good fit. So at that point, you know, you might as well start trying to look for something else. So, and there's been places where it starts off good and sooner or later somebody gets a position or becomes a boss or supervisor and you and them don't jive you know what i mean stuff like that can happen um and then you know you have to kind of kind of adjust a lot of the times a lot of people get uh um complacent you know so but anyways i'm kind of going on a rant there (laughs) but so yeah so i accepted position uh working here in town work 12 hour days 12 12 on 12 off and then so essentially you're working oh three days on four day uh three days on three days off two days on two days off type deal so that schedule has kind of uh uh been been something to get accustomed to it's not a monday through friday um is uh it's a seven days a week type of place so um, going back to the whole good stress thing about it is when you have options, you, you have a stress because you want to, you want to do the right choice, right? So you have to weigh out all, all the, the benefits and the con, you know, the pros and the cons of each job or each employer and then try to try to try to choose the right fit you know what i mean um also you know like how much are they going to pay you how much you, you know you take everything into into account and the stress of it is it's on you you know what i mean at this point you're the one that's in the driver's seat you're the one that can say yes to one or a no to the other and you know it's it's and it's a different it's a switch in the the mindset, right? Because before, like I said, um, they gave you a job, you're grateful and you went to work and you know, if it was, if it wasn't a good fit, then you kind of dealt with it, got some gray hair, um, you know, blood pressure goes up and shit like that. So, but nowadays is you're in the, uh, you're in the driver's seat. So the stress comes with, you have, you have to make a decision, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I've had to deal with that right now. So, um, so yeah, so choosing a job or a position, you know, something that that'll fit and you might not get it right the first time, you know what I mean? Or you might get it right the first time and you think it's, uh, the grass is green or somewhere else. You go somewhere else and hopefully you come back to the, the one, the other one, you know, I, um, I, I did a little analogy when I was talking to, cause I've been asking, you know, I, I asked the wife and I asked, people that I talk to I'm like it's kind of hard to make the decision and uh and I I did the analogy like you okay let's say you're single right you go to the bar and there's three girls there 
right? One super cute. One, you know, she could cook her ass off. But she's not as cute as the first one. And the other one is, you know, she's kind of in the middle. You know what I mean? She's not a 10. She's kind of like a (laughs) 6. But she makes she makes decent meals where it's not like fucking sandwiches and, you know, uh, hot dogs and shit like that. So she's kind of in the middle. So who do you go for? You know what I'm saying? Do you go for the one that cook her ass off or do you go with the fun one, the cute one? Or do you go, you know, with the one down the middle or there might be a fourth one, the one that's just a fucking freak. You know what I mean? So you never know who do you go for, you know, and it's it's kind of nowadays with companies it's kind of like that like who do you want to go work for do you want the flexibility do you want good money but a bad environment do you want to get dirty do you you know what i mean so you have choices uh do you want to go back to doing what you were doing before so um so yeah so that's kind of the market right now and my my advice to a lot of people out there if you're kind of stuck in a in a toxic environment, being a, a job or a position that you're in and you just kind of hate it. Uh, right now is kind of the time to to start looking. You know, what I mean, everybody's hiring uh, pays going up. Certain companies are starting to realize that they're not up to par with uh, with compensation money wise for for their employees. Their employees are starting to see that there's options out there and they're starting to jump ship. You know what I mean? Um, And on the flip side to that, you know, me getting all these uh, offers and everything, um, I have a wide skill set, right? So I've done a lot of jobs in my time and I'm not the youngest guy, but I'm not the dumbest either. So... (laughs) So I could I could make do with just about any position that I'm put into. Um, I'll figure it out, you know. Um, and having that mindset and and having the opportunities and, and you know, trying to figure out what's important to me. Um, I really been thinking about starting my own business. So opening up like a, a tattoo shop, uh, a studio, opening up a, sta- a studio, just uh some private, you know, appointment only, not really a big uh, storefront, you know, no crazy walk-ins um, and just do it on, online and then just consultation. And then if I want to take the, the client on, then do it that way. Um, or photography. I was really thinking about photography. I enjoy it. Um, I haven't really charged anybody for photo shoots or anything like that, but I enjoy it. I think I have a decent eye for, for like the final product as far as photography goes and the images. So I believe I'd be pretty good at it. Um, so even just starting up those, those one, one, if not both of those, um, uh, businesses, you know, and it's one of those things like, am I going to regret it in five years if I don't do it? You know what I mean? Um, right now is the best time, you know, best time as any. The The thing about it is the insurance and, and stuff like that. That's usually why certain people go into uh, nine to fives or, you know, uh, 
um, warehouse work or you know what I'm saying it's it's mainly the the benefits and the and the uh, the insurance um, so that's essentially what I've been doing for the past couple of weeks you know just working my ass off um, making some money uh, and really contemplating like opening up a a, um, a studio or going you know uh i've always had the opportunity to work in tattoo shops i've i've gone into a couple and and um uh tattooed for them so they could it's almost like an audition you know what i mean you you bring in a client you tattoo them in front of them and they see your final product and if they like it and they see you're not a you know you got some technical knowledge of of what you're doing as far as um putting ink into skin and not tearing people up then you know they give you a position um i'm not an apprentice i haven't been a fucking apprentice for a long time and i learned like uh like a lot of people learned that didn't pay for an apprenticeship you know what i mean and those you know that's a it's a rant that i could go into as far as it's kind of a pet peeve when people people okay this on a side note, the whole tattooing thing. Um, you have a class of people that think they're above everybody because uh, because they paid for for an apprenticeship, right? So they think that since they pay for an apprenticeship, they're legit, they're professionals, they know what they're doing. Um, or if somebody just opens up a tattoo shop, no matter what their technical knowledge is or or skill set, that they're above anybody that did not learn the route that they did. But yet at the same time, they look up to these um, these uh, legends in the tattoo industry that you know, legends in black and gray or real old school dudes. And I kind of touched on it on the, on the tattoo episode, but, um, um, that these guys learned the old school way. So half of them learned in the streets, other half learned in jail and, uh, 90% of the professionals air quotes. Well, you know, not they're professionals, so I'm not going to air quote it, (laughs) but they're professionals. If you see their Instagrams, or their Facebooks, and I'm not trying to call anybody out. Um, but you see them tattooing out of fucking hotel rooms, or you see their work sections all dirty and shit. There's food, you know, three feet away from their workstation. You know what I'm saying? So um, for people to kind of scoff and put their nose up in the air, um, it's uh it's kind of hypocritical you know what i mean but anyways that's a little rant the whole tattooing thing um but yeah um right now in the whole work environment going back to that it's uh it's the time to 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 look for your you know position that really fits you know what i'm saying um do your move right now is a good time to do the move and um really look at potential, you know, work environments. If you're driving to work real far, you might look a little bit closer. If uh, there's a job out there you kind of want it for, for a while or a company you heard good things about and you want to work for them, you know, 
this time might be the good time to to check them out. They might be hiring. Um, the other thing that I've been contemplating too is going back to school. Um, going back to school, get you know like a AA or even a, a technical degree um, or a certificate. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. What I was kind of surprised was um, I was looking at at, uh, at the community college here and they had a list of of AA degrees and you know um, areas of study and they had a cannabis cannabis cultivation and uh so I was looking up how much uh you know cannabis grower makes I guess there's a lot of red tape but if you could get into it fuck they're making like 90 to 160 starting I might be wrong on those figures, but it was, it's kind of close to that. And that's just with like a, uh, a two year degree. And I don't even think it's a two year degree, you know? So I was just like, I was kind of intrigued. Um, I've always, I've always been intrigued with, you know, what that plant. So, um, so I was looking at that. I was also looking at, there's like, uh, the people that install, uh, medical equipment and hospitals and maintain it i was looking at that that's kind of a tech job um so it's technology and um and medical industry so that'll stick around for a minute uh what else was there um industrial electrician industrial mechanic um uh industrial uh business you know what i mean become a man and become member of man management can't talk tonight <laughs> kind of tired but uh so yeah so i was looking at at uh at schooling too um even if i just did it you know on my on my days off from working if i was to continue doing a uh, 12 hour shift uh job and a lot of these jobs the nice thing about it is you're doing 12 hour shifts you'll get used to it you know what i mean um, the thing about it, if you just work four days, 12s, and then three days off, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a sprint, you know what I mean? Work the four days and then you're off three days and you can relax and work four days and you'll get used to a routine like that. Um, once you're already at work, if you're doing something, you know, time usually kind of just flies. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on. And on another note, um, we got a puppy. We got a, <laughs> my wife surprised me about two weeks ago with, uh, with a puppy or three weeks ago. Um, his name is Drogo, uh, Dro for short, and he's an American bully and we got him. He was 12 pounds three weeks ago and now he's about 22 and a half. So he's growing and I think he's going to be an XL. So, um, he'll be, he'll be about 90 to hundred pounds. It's a American bully. So I had a, I was kind of having a, a discussion and I was thinking about cropping his ears, but the wife says she doesn't want to hurt the dog. I don't know if, you know, it hurts them or whatever. They go to, they go to sleep, then they crop the ear and I just think they look a lot meaner. Um, and then I know I, 
I was doing some research on it. And uh, a lot of the times they do it, one, for the the looks, the aesthetic of the dog. And two, there was actually a a good reason for people cropping the ears. And it was when you used the dog as a uh, as a hunting dog. So you didn't want floppy ears. So whatever it was hunting didn't bite it and use it, you know, cause more damage by ripping it off. And so that's why they would crop the ears. So, you know, little knowledge. I, I didn't know that. Found that out once I was researching it. But so, yeah, so we got we got Dro and uh, I never really had a big dog. You know what I mean? Actually, I was never really a dog guy or a pet guy. So until until I met my wife and she she's a big dog lover. So so not I am too now. I'm uh, even even sometimes you don't really notice me being a big dog guy because uh, I think uh, the older I get, the less uh, patience I have, you know. And now it's, we both thought we were done with the whole puppy phase and we ended up getting a puppy. Um, I will tell you they're not cheap. <laughs> they're not a fucking cheap dog. And um, it's not, you know, it's not cheap to buy them. It's not cheap to, to feed them. So it's going to be a big dog, so it'll be it'll be eating quite a bit but he's a smart dog he's real calm uh he's got good temperament and um so yeah so we ended up getting a dog i'll probably post a picture on the instagram and um so you guys can see him well when we got him i had i pulled out the camera the dslr and i took a couple pictures of uh two of the dogs so my wife's friend bought one and everybody loved that dog, so my wife and um, her aunt ended up picking up two brothers of it. So my we we have one, which is Dro, and then um, my wife's friend has one, and my wife's aunt has another one. So we kind of we kind of ended up picking up three other brothers. Um, and so yeah, so he'll he'll be a big boy, but yeah, that's another thing that we got uh, we got was the puppy. Oh, like I was saying, um, I took pictures of two of the dogs with the camera, and then I uh, edited the pictures. So I'll post those pictures with on the Instagram when I post this uh, this podcast, and I you know put this out. So you could actually see some of my photography and the puppy drove. So, so speaking about money and um, hobbies and you know starting your own bit, my own business and stuff. <clears throat> I did have um, how do I explain it? I've had ideas throughout the years, um, you know, and I don't want to say innovations, but like. I see a problem. Sometimes I kind of try to figure out a solution for it, you know, try to innovate and create a product that would fix that, uh, that would fix that problem. So anyways, this has happened to me a couple of times. I forgot one or two of them, but I've, I've, I have, I have ideas for products, right? <clears throat> and there was this one product, uh, 
that I saw a need for, and uh, it was during the summer. So during the summer out here, it gets kind of humid. And my wife had an issue with, uh, how do I explain it? When you take a shower, and then you get out of the shower, and it's so humid that you just instantly start to sweat. You know what I mean? You get uh, boob sweat and whatever it is, and, you know... (laughs) You get, uh, you know, you get sweaty. So, uh, she was, she was having the issue where she was holding up a towel and she couldn't put her makeup on or something like that. I don't know exactly what it was. I had the idea about five years ago, five or six years ago. And so my idea was, um, to get a, a towel and it would go around the neck. You know, go down to, uh, you know, women's boobs. And then it had like a, an elastic band in there that it would be sewn in. And then essentially the boobs would go in the, the towel and keep uh, keep them dry. Like right after the shower and allow it still be a top. You know what I mean? So she's not walking around topless. And still give her the, op- you know, both hands to do her makeup or whatever. Right. So. I had that idea and I was like, oh, it'd be so fucking simple to make. Um, it wouldn't take too much. But then, you know, you know, once you make it, you could patent it and then sell it. That might be my million dollar idea. You know what I'm saying? So I had it in the back of my mind and I discussed it with a couple of people and I was just uh, talking about it and describing it. And my name for it was the helping hands. Right. So then. I, w- I was telling people because I thought it was funny. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it would totally fucking work. And um, everybody's laughing about it because it's, it's kind of like, a you know, it's it's uh, because it's for somebody's boobs. So, you know, it's fucking childish and shit. But anyways, we're laughing about it. And I'm telling people this and I still have a theory. OK, I would tell people this and. I think my our phones are listening, right? So somebody heard it. And years later, I'm getting calls and like getting sent uh, pictures of somebody that developed what I came up with. Completely independent. I had never seen this and I came up with it years prior. Now, I don't know if I wrote it down. Um, if I wrote it down, well, I might have, but we had a fire so i'm pretty sure that's gone um so yeah somebody came up with it and had a had a <laughs> fucking put a product out and um and so yeah so everybody kind of comes up with that now i have i got like three other products now i'm never going to i'm not going to say it out loud until i actually do a prototype and pay the I don't know how much it is, like 350 bucks for a patent. Um, but I have like, uh, like a sex industry patent. Uh, and then I have like two or three tool patents that even if one of them hits, you know what I'm saying? I'm hitting and I'm selling units for, for like a profit back to me probably like 10 20 bucks then i sell a couple million of those those units and i'm set for life you know what i'm saying i'll have a 
I have a little warehouse where I'm just working on uh, on inventions. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> um, until then, I'm gonna have to kind of keep it under wraps. But yeah, it's a kind of it's kind of a, a funny story that uh, I came up with a, an idea. I talked about it quite a bit. I thought it was a good fucking idea. It was real simple. I was like, why hasn't anybody came up with this, you know? And uh, somebody did after after some time. So, and I've had like two of them. I forgot what the other one was. Um, but usually those real simple ideas are the ones that, that kind of hit, you know what I mean? Um, some of those were like, somebody might at a job site rig it up. And that's the way they do it. And then somebody like just makes a product that that is that, you know what I mean? Sometimes you have like a little trick that you do at work that'll, I don't know, um, you know, keep a board up, you know, until you can use it or whatever. It's just a fucking idea. But um, then somebody makes a, a legit product and then a company will buy a legit product because they think. You know, there's some R&D behind it or whatever, but they've been doing it for years. So it's those ideas that make money. Um, and I've had a couple, but yeah, the I'm not going to say the name of that product, that what they called it, but I was going to call it the helping hands. And it's like I was going to put prints of uh, two hands because they're going around boobs. You know, what I mean, some stupid ass gimmick, but <laughs> yeah, I did come up with that and um who knows i might have been an inventor by now you know what i'm saying um so yeah so my advice out there for people is if you're stuck in a toxic environment like i said and you're not getting along with certain co-workers or management or whatnot guys start looking out there you know what i mean they're making you work too much overtime that's the other thing too um i understand as far as a company goes that they have quotas and they have profit margins and you know the business has to go on and they have to make money um the problem is right now is people are fed up with being used and i say used you're getting compensated but not enough right so so what happens is Let's say you have a company with 100 employees, right? And that's a good size company, you know, or, uh, you know, job site. 100 employees, that's 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 decent. Um, let's say with 100 employees, you're, you're, everybody gets 40 hours. You get all your shit done. Um, nobody's overworked, right? So now... Let's say 10% of those get fired or quit or whatever. They're just not working there. Now, the other 90 have to cover for those 10 that took off. So then everybody either has to work a little harder. Their numbers go up. Their quotas per individual. But let's say it went up 10%, right? It went up 10%. Everybody's got to cover you know, the slack. My thought was always if our quota or numbers or our base performance went up 10%, why hasn't the pay gone up 10%? Because 
because that 10 percent i guarantee you ain't you're going to be making more money that number's way bigger than 10 percent that you're paying the employee so let's say an employee is making 20 bucks 10 percent that's what another two bucks no am i wrong on that shit 20 cents Yeah, so, you know, an extra two bucks. So, what happens is nobody gets raised, right? But you still get to do more work. And the smart people will be like, well, hold on, you know, we're, we're, we're doing so much work. And then, and then you get another 10% that fucking quit just because they're just disgruntled, right? So now you're down to 80, 80% of your workforce, right? And those 80%, the numbers go up now you guys have to cover for those people so okay they're still making the same amount of money now the company realizes that now because 20 percent these 80 percent are covering for the 20 percent that are not there well they don't have to pay you know insurance or whatever for the 20 percent that left they're making money on that front because they pay quite a bit for insurance, you know what I mean? Insurance and benefits and shit like that. Now, um, and now they're getting the same amount of, let's say they have uh, a certain amount of product that they have to put up, right? Let's say round number, 100,000 units in that week or whatever, right? So they had it booked out for 100 people, but now 80 people could do the hundred thousand units and they're seeing well like we're getting all the units done with less people we're not really giving them raises so we're just making they're making profit on like three fucking fronts so people ain't stupid so they see this and they see that they're you know and the company sometimes does not is not in a rush to just hire anybody to have them you know, cover for the people that are or train them or whatever, because they see that they're getting it done, you know? And a lot of the times people are company people, like not even a hardcore one, but they'll do what they got to do. One, to look good two to, you know, protect their, their, their liability company goes down. You don't have a job no more. And they kind of protect that, you know, it's kind of ingrained, I think. So, Next thing you know is like now the 80 people are doing that job, right? And now the way the market is, a lot of people are just fucking jumping ship. They're going somewhere else. They're, somebody might just be tired of the overtime or whatever. So now let's say another 20% fucking leave. Now you got 60% of the people doing the job of 100 people, right? So 60 people doing the job of 100 people. Now they're covering 40%. Still not getting a raise. <clears throat> it's not like they're they're <clears throat> they're making a hundred percent of the product, but the company's only paying sixty percent of the labor force. My thing is, okay, well if they're making a hundred percent of the product, then everybody should have got a forty percent raise. You know what I mean? Because that money should have you're already you're already kinda slated to pay out that much. Now, if you're not paying for benefits, you're still making out on benefits. You're just paying these people pretty much the wages that you would have paid for these other people that you have slotted for to do the job. Um, 
And now what they do is they're like, well, we don't have enough people to cover shifts. So you guys are going to have to come in for overtime too. You know what I mean? One, you're not paying them enough. Two, their fucking numbers got to go up. And three, now they can't even be at fucking home because they're at the job covering shifts. And that's kind of the predicament that a lot of companies are staying in right now because, you know, a loyal employee will fucking stick around and, you know, suffer for a company that will replace you in a fucking day or two if they could. Nowadays, it's kind of hard for them to do it. But some companies are still kind of holding out like they're the cream of the crop and they only offer the best. And the reality is their neighbor offering better. You know what I mean? And some of them kind of kind of stubborn and, you know, loyalist or whatever. And I did hear a quote that said, I think it was like 20. Okay, so a loyal employee will make 25% less than an employee that's willing to jump ship for a better job. You know what I mean? So it doesn't pay to be loyal to a company that's not loyal to you. Um, Which is kind of sad to say, you know what I mean? I wish it was not like that. Um, so, so yeah, that's, you know, take it from what it is. It's, that's kind of the way I see it. And a lot of these places, you know, I see they, they do their, their people like that. Um, some of the big, big box ones do that. There's a couple infamous ones out there. I'm not going to say their names, but I'm sure everybody's kind of shocked in them. (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, so. That's kind of my take on the whole job situation right now um, and the problems with some some companies. I'm not saying all there might be, you know, exceptions out there, but the majority is a company wants to get their product done for the cheapest with the least amount of people. So that goes into the cheapest um, quality might not have to go out the window, but a lot of places will talk about safety. And at the end of the day, it's all about fucking production. It's all about production. They'll push you until somebody gets hurt and then they'll fucking cry safety again. And it's sad, but I've seen it time and time again. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, companies out there, they don't really want to do that. But uh, there was a quote from somebody. (laughs) I should probably not even say this, but. Um, there was a quote out there that said, uh, if you're not making mistakes, you're not trying hard enough. But when you make a mistake is when they're looking at you like, well, you fucked up, you know. So now there's now there is uh, uh, not a punishment, but consequences. Right. So now they're looking at you like you fucked up. But in the same sense as they're looking at you like you're not trying hard enough if you're not making mistakes. But when you make the mistake, then you get kind of reprimanded for it. And it's like, motherfucker, I'm following your 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 lead. You know what I mean? And when I do make a mistake, then you start, you know, it's kind of double sided fucking sword. Um, I've seen that type of shit. And then the employee gets pissed because <laughs> they told him that and. He tried hard, and when he fucked up, they almost fire him, and, you know, it's it's shit like that, so. But like I said, it's, I understand both sides of it. I understand understand the employee side of it, and I understand the the business side of it. It's a numbers game, and uh, half of the time, um, you know, you're replaceable, so. 
so yeah that's kind of the situation i've been in right now you know i have been working um but i have also you know been listening to people you know offer me money and positions and i just have to stress out a little bit and kind of make the the right choice to 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 try to get the right fit you know what i mean is there a right fit maybe maybe not should i actually start my own business that might be the move i don't know but i've been so ingrained in in working for companies that you know that feels comfortable to me so maybe a little discomfort start my own business on the side and once that's able to take off and 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 i'm able to live off of that then do the transition but for now you know uh i got i got responsibilities that i gotta pay for so (laughs) you know mortgage and stuff like that so but you know it's a it's a good stress um so yeah so that's what i've been up to and uh if you're following me on instagram um you know mention something if you're looking for positions right now kind of right now is a good time to do it everybody's kind of looking for uh work or workers and uh so yeah so i'll like i said i'll the the cover art will probably be about of uh the picture of dro so you know thanks for listening and uh i'm back i'll try to keep these more uh more frequent than than it was i'll make time i'll make time to to do these so thank you and i hope everybody's doing good out there and it's healthy so i'll see you on the next one bye